Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about working with anxiety's roots. Now, there are many ways that we can come about in our lives to be dealing with a lot of stress and anxiety. But there are some things that we don't talk about a lot, and I thought we would get into them today and give you some ways to deal with these roots that may be happening with you and your anxiety. We use mindfulness here practices. We bring awareness into our lives so that we can learn to avoid avoiding, right? That's one of the things we work on. And we increase our capacity to uh, be with the discomfort. We talk about discomfort not being dangerous. And we want to also include with that the discomfort of the anxiety itself. You can call this piece the signal anxiety. This is when we're not anxious, we're actually not afraid of something that's uh, happening out there in our lives. That is a different kind of anxiety, right? It's uh, situational, and we all have some of both, of course, but today we're going to be talking a little bit more about this signal anxiety. This is when we're not afraid of something so much that's out there, but we're afraid of something in our own minds. And what is in our mind is not happening around us, and it isn't in front of us. It may not be true. It is real only in the sense that it's a thought, but it isn't happening. We can think of a lot of things in our minds that we cannot conjure up in front of us. So again, the signal anxiety is when we are not actually afraid of something out there, but we're afraid of something in our own minds. And stress psychologists like to say that the fight or flight system, which is, of course, designed to respond to threats in our real life in our world, in the external world, that starts to become activated from uh, the tigers within rather than from the tigers without. And sometimes we call those tigers within paper tigers, right? They're not really harmful. They're really nothing that we need to be afraid of. So that fight or flight system Again, it's designed to help us deal with our external world. But when we become activated with, when our um, fight or flight system becomes activated from within, we're fighting tigers or paper tigers from within versus tigers that are out in the world. And those tigers within are, they can be uh, thoughts, right? Um, they can be images, things that we um, conjure up in our imagination, and they can also be emotions. And this is something that can get swept under the carpet very easily. When we do a little bit of mindfulness practice, 
when we might be anxious. You can try this for yourselves. Like when you're feeling a little anxious or highly stressed, if you spend some time and do a little bit of a mindfulness practice and turn your attention inward, look and see exactly what is going on inside. And you might begin to notice that there is uh, mixed in with the anxiety, or as some people might say, under the anxiety, once we were to get past the anxiety itself, there might be something more. There may be an emotion. And that could be a sense of sadness. It could be anger. It could be any of the emotions. But sadness and anger, these are ones that we very easily can begin to want to ignore or get away from, right? Again, avoid That's our avoidance coming up. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Anxiety is activated as a fear response against actually experiencing that particular emotion. We can get to that emotion purely. We can deal with it in a pure form. But um, when we begin to feel too vulnerable uh, or fearful, we don't deal with it. And we may want to sweep it under the carpet. And then it can become more problematic than just feeling the feeling. Then what do we do instead? We may begin to obsess We may begin to have anxious thoughts. We may begin to have compulsive behaviors. All of these things help us to dampen down the, let's use anger as the example. It helps us to dampen down the anger or the sadness. And we can just think our obsessive thoughts or we can feel our anxiety and have it come out in all of its own Uh, recipe of sensations and symptoms. Now, why is it that we would not want to feel these things? What is it that we're afraid of? Why might we be afraid of our feelings? 
Well, one reason is that we might be afraid that we will act on them. And this I see a lot. We begin to feel that we are afraid. Let's say someone is afraid of their anger because they're afraid that they might act out angrily or they're uh, afraid of sadness and they're afraid that if they tap into their sadness, the real feeling of their despair, that they will start crying or feel depressed and not have it ever end. Sometimes we're afraid of the effects, uh, the affects, because we're afraid that we won't be able to bear them. We won't be able to bear the depth of our sadness or the intensity of our anger and once we begin to actually look at them clearly. And so we kind of, we put this fog over ourselves and uh, to make the feelings not so intense. We kind of uh, feel overwhelmed by them. So we go into this little bit of a fog so that we don't have to feel the intensity and feel overwhelmed by the emotion. And another thing, we could be afraid of them because we've learned in our lives of the shoulds of life. You should not be angry. Girls don't get angry. Um, they, or anger is selfish because some of us were raised with these kinds of ideas or men shouldn't feel vulnerable. Men shouldn't cry. So many of you did not grow up with those kind of thoughts, but many of us did. And so we have to look and see, are we acting out of something that we learned as a rule, such as you shouldn't be angry, that's selfish. We have to look because just because we learned something doesn't mean that it's particularly true or that we have to continue living with it. But however we came to not be comfortable with our feeling, these particular emotions, when the emotion arises, we're likely to have a difficulty tolerating it. We feel extreme discomfort. And even though we may know intellectually that discomfort is not dangerous, we may not have applied it yet to our emotions. And we may be afraid that we are not going to be able to tolerate. And so we may simply not feel it at all. But instead, we feel a sense of anxiety. It can often be the easier feeling. So how can we work with this? How can we bring our awareness to this and use our mindfulness trainings and techniques and tips that we've been doing here? How can we bring this to the emotions? There's one really nice um, technique, I guess is a good way to put it, that I learned it from Tara Brock. And a lot of people have used this, but Tara writes about it a lot. And this is her RAIN technique or metaphor. The letters stand for R to recognize, A to allow, I to investigate, and N stands for either natural awareness or non-identification. And I'd love to go a little bit deeper with how you can use R-A-I-N so that you can 
not have so much fog around your emotions and maybe realize that some of this anxiety is keeping down other emotions. And once we can let those rise to the top, what we can do is become clear of the anxiety that we were using to keep that emotion at bay. Now let's get on with Rain from Tara Brock. And um, I hope, I know that you guys have heard me talk about this before. If you want more on it, I think I did an entire episode on it in episode 167. But I have more to talk about, but I do want to have you try to do the rain structure or uh, technique for yourself when you feel emotions coming up before you put the fog over them. Let's try this. R, recognize what's happening. I want you to just simply notice the emotion that is there. You can name it, feel it. Just let it be there. No judgment. Just recognize it. A, and that stands for allow. We know a lot about allowing and acceptance here, don't we? But the allowing is to just let it be as it is. Allow it. It doesn't mean that we have to fix it. It doesn't mean we have to adjust it. It doesn't mean we have to like it. The idea is to simply bring and allow attention to whatever happens to be here at the moment. So you can let this be here right at this moment whatever it is, sadness, grief, anger, let it be there. These are all human emotions. We're, we're okay if we can feel them. And then the I is for investigation. So, so far we're just, we're just recognizing, we're allowing, and now we're going to investigate. Now, this doesn't mean that we're going to get analytical you know, we're not saying what caused this or where did it come from, but we're going to be interested and we're going to be curious is the word I like to use. Be curious about what it is. If it's a, if it's sadness, investigate means feeling exactly how it feels in your body. How does it feel? to feel sadness. Where do you feel it? Investigate. But I want you to come out of your mind and move into your body and investigate where you feel the sadness. What associations are coming up with the sadness? What images and what thoughts might surround it? And lastly, the N is for non-identification or natural awareness, whichever you way you can remember it best. This is about not taking what is happening, this emotion personally, not being such a strong, don't give it a story. Don't make a big story about how sad you are calling it my sadness, my anger, or even my fear, but notice the sadness, the anger, the fear. And let it be what it is versus personalizing it and wearing it. By not identifying with these feelings so much, we're able to be present with these feelings. And and then we can investigate them even more thoroughly when we are not personally attached to them. 
This RAIN technique can be helpful when we sense that there's some kind of an emotion going on underneath the anxiety, and we want to take some time to look at it. Some people struggling with anxiety, uh, they don't even know that they have underlying emotions. Believe me, this is extremely common. I experienced this. I had so much anxiety, and it wasn't until I, what I called, started melting the iceberg that I started realizing that I had all these feelings, and a lot of it was sadness. And so we don't even know we have these underlying emotions. Um, And if we have them, we may think like, well, what good is the emotion? Like, who cares if I'm sad or what good is it going to do to get angry? And so we want to pay attention to that because that's discounting what is actually really happening. It's helpful to take the emotions and actually give them value. We want to remember that emotions communicate information not only to ourselves about our beliefs and what's important to us, but about what's happening in our world. And so emotions connect us. They connect us to ourselves if we pay attention to them. They connect us to others. And Emotions are a primary language of connection, and it's through the feeling of emotions that we can actually dip into our empathy, and that we get to feel compassion, and that we get to be connected with other human beings. This makes our life richer, and it really can help to support us during difficult times because we are aware of what is actually happening. And you know, I mentioned earlier about not letting the emotions get covered up with fog. So I want you to pay attention to that. You know, we get foggy sometimes. We find ourselves, we can't think straight or clearly. And and that could be us trying to dampen down some other feelings that we don't want to have because we're afraid they will be intense. And so I want you to keep some of the fog at bay by allowing yourself to be clear. When an emotion comes up, allow yourself to feel it. Those um, foggy emotions tend to hang around longer because we don't process them, because we're not dealing with them. We're, we're tr- we can't see them because we've made so much fog around it. It feels foggy or unclear, and, and we don't have, we, we're not dealing with what's actually right there. And so we want to be clear with them so that they can pass through us instead of us wandering around aimlessly in this fog. So here's what you can do. You can simply try to sit with the fogginess when it comes, when you notice you're in it, because you're going to notice you're in it long before you're going to be able to not go into it anymore. So notice when you're in a foggy emotion and explore it using the rain that we just talked about and recognize, accept, investigate with curiosity and Let there be a natural awareness of what is going on. By using this, you're going to be able to identify if there are any clear emotions bundled up inside of the fogginess. 
You're going to be able to find them because you're going to be looking at them without judgment. Remember the judgment and the fear tends to get the fog going. So when you are just non-judgmental, when you are curious, you're going to be able to see clearly, then you can process them. And then there's no fog. Then there's less anxiety, less stress. So by using your mindfulness and your awareness in this way, you are going to become comfortable with the full range of your emotional experience as a human being. And now for today's quote. Whatever our individual troubles and challenges may be, it's important to pause every now and then to appreciate all that we have on every level. And that's from Shakti Gwain. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.